Let us pray. And I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for my own sake, and for my servant David's sake. 2 Kings 26 In the face of adversity, and when life seems to overwhelm me, I will seek comfort in knowing that, because I serve you with my whole heart, you will prolong my life and continue using me to bring praise to your name. As word spreads of your works in my life, I will be extra careful not to expose the private blessings that you've done for me and those who I love, simply because I want to show off and look good in the eyes of others. Help me to know what to show and when to show what you are doing in my life. Like King Hezekiah, thank you for blessing me with witty ideas and inventions to bless your children. Do more in my life in the next 15 years than in my former years. I'm ready for every blessing that's coming my way. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Fifteen years. In our last story, the Lord provided victory over the Assyrians. In this story, we learn about the continued favor of God on Hezekiah's life. He is blessed with the opportunity to live and rule for 15 more years. In this time, Hezekiah would build great things for the people of Judah. However, he would also open the gate to a rising evil, an evil unlike the world has ever seen. Inspired by the book of 2 Chronicles and 2 Kings. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, this is Jack Graham. Thank you for joining us once again for today's episode of the Bible in a Year. In our previous reading, we learned how God protected Hezekiah and his armies from the Assyrians by sending his angels into the enemy's camp to quietly but effectively slaughter the Assyrian commanders. We learned of Hezekiah's faith and wisdom in seeking God before just rushing into battle and how he gave glory to the Lord knowing it was God who always gives the victory. Today, we'll continue to follow Hezekiah's life, 
seeing how God is with him, granting the king favor and blessing, and even adding years to his life. He will lead Judah in a time of great prosperity, and yet, even amid God's blessing and Hezekiah's faithfulness, today's reading will show how evil can creep in and threaten peace that God wants for his people. So, once again, let's turn to God's word. It was late, and the king's palace in Jerusalem was a grim place to be. The prophet Isaiah walked the halls. They were filled with the echoes of painful coughing. The coughs grew louder as Isaiah walked towards the king's chambers. He entered the room quietly. Dimly lit by candlelight, Isaiah beheld the pale face of King Hezekiah. The prophet narrowed his eyes. The bottom of his lip quivered at the sight of his sickly king. He was in a great deal of pain, and Isaiah's heart broke for his friend. He grabbed the king's hand and held it tightly. My king, you must set your house in order. Your end is near. I see that you will not recover. The king looked at Isaiah. Streams of silent tears fell down his cheeks. He turned his face to the wall. That was Isaiah's cue to leave. As Isaiah left, the king allowed himself to weep before God. Lord, the king said silently, I have walked with you with my whole heart. I have done what is good in your sight. Please remember me. Hezekiah's throat was heavy, and he began to weep bitterly. The comforting spirit of God was upon him. He heard his cries. Isaiah was in the middle court of the palace when he could hear the small voice of God speaking to him. Turn back to the king. Tell him I have heard his prayers and seen his tears. I will heal him, and on the third day he shall rise from his bed to worship me. I will add fifteen years to his life and defend the nation from the Assyrians. Isaiah was pleased with the news and rushed back into the king's chambers to tell him. Sure enough, on the third day, Hezekiah was healed. Word spread of Hezekiah's miraculous healing, so much so that the prince of Babylon sent letters and presents with his ambassadors to Hezekiah as a congratulations. Hezekiah's heart beat swiftly as he read the letter from the prince. Babylon was one of the largest superpowers in the world. He was honored to receive gifts from such a strong nation instead of attacks. Judah was a small nation compared to the greatness of Babylon and Assyria. Hezekiah welcomed the ambassadors with a great feast and a tour of the palace. Although Babylon came in peace, there was another motive to their visit— Babylon was at war with Assyria and was hoping to acquire loyalty and aid from Hezekiah, something the king was willing to offer, given Judah's past with Assyria. Hezekiah was eager to showcase Judah's wealth and prosperity to the ambassadors of Babylon. The men followed Hezekiah as he proudly revealed Judah's storehouses filled with fine jewels, precious metals, weapons, and grain. There was nothing Hezekiah did not show the Babylons— He pranced around the palace halls like a child. Then, after a great feast in their honor, the ambassadors traveled back to Babylon. Hezekiah was quite pleased with the visit. However, when Isaiah had heard that there were men from Babylon visiting, he ran to the king. What did you show them? Isaiah asked. The king smiled and answered, Everything, of course. I showed them all in my house storehouse and the armory. They were quite impressed with the wealth of our small nation. There was nothing I did not show them. Hezekiah spoke with the ignorance of a small boy. 
Isaiah's eyes widened with anger. Hezekiah was confused at Isaiah's reaction. Before he could ask anything, Isaiah pointed to Hezekiah and said, Thus says the Lord, The day is coming when all will be consumed by Babylon. Nothing shall survive. Our descendants will be taken away, and your sons will be made eunuchs to serve in the palace of Babylon. Hezekiah did not quite understand Isaiah's words. Ignorantly, Hezekiah was simply relieved any judgment would not take place in his lifetime. However, he did not understand that Babylon was a rising giant in the world. Hezekiah showcased Judah's wealth, and Babylon would see it as an opportunity. It would consume the whole land surrounding Judah and Israel. It would hold his people captive and send them scattering like sheep without a shepherd. The people of God would experience a fierce trail under the sword of Babylon. This was the great evil that awaited the children of God. It would provide to be an evil by which any others were compared. Hezekiah would not see its terror in his lifetime, but his children and children's children would. They would suffer greatly. So Hezekiah would rule for another 15 years. In this time, he would lead the nation into a new era of technology and wealth. Beautiful aqueducts would be placed in the city for fresh water, and Judah would flourish until the day Hezekiah died. We begin today's scripture with a sick king. Hezekiah knew that he was gravely, even deathly ill, and sins for the prophet Isaiah. He was hoping, of course, for good news from God, but Isaiah had a very startling word for him. Get your house in order, he says. God has shown Isaiah that Hezekiah would not recover and would die from his illness. The king, however, was not ready to die. The fact is, most of us are not ready to die, but this is a good reminder for each one of us that we should always live with our house in order, that is, our lives in order, along with our families. Think of the legacy that you are living and leaving and work towards that so that when your time comes, you can know that everything is in order. The king was very distressed with Isaiah's words. He could have become angry or agitated or bitter, but he chose a better way. Hezekiah went to God in prayer. Remember, prayer is not our last resort, but always our first choice. He was open and transparent with the Lord, begging him to remember his faithfulness and that he had lived a life seeking the Lord all his days and doing what was right in his sight. This was not Hezekiah demanding anything of God or saying, look, God, I deserve to live longer. You owe me. This was not entitlement. This was simply the heart cry for God's favor and mercy. It was a righteous prayer from a godly man. And the Lord heard his desperate cry. And before Isaiah could leave, the Lord spoke again and said in 2 Kings 20, verses 5 and 6, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. I will add 15 years to your life and will deliver you and the city from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend the city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. This is such a vivid illustration of the power of prayer and the power of God to change our lives and even to heal us when we are sick. No more important words could be spoken than what we just read. I have heard your prayer, God says, and God promises 
to hear our prayers when we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and trust in Him. It's a wonderful reminder that prayer changes everything, not just us, but things, sometimes in big ways. But notice also what God says at the end. Why is He doing this? Not only for Hezekiah to live longer, but for his sake and the continuation of God's promise to David. God's faithfulness endures from generation to generation. Yes, indeed, Hezekiah recovered, and word of his miraculous healing made its way all the way to Babylon. The Babylonians were a rising superpower, and their king sent gifts to Hezekiah to congratulate him, and Hezekiah welcomed them into Judah. What he failed to realize was that he was welcoming danger. Though Babylon at that time seemed peaceful, Hezekiah's openness to show off the riches of Judah would prove disastrous. When Isaiah heard what he had done, the prophet spoke an ominous word from the Lord. A day was coming when Babylon would carry everything away. Nothing of Judah would survive and people would go into captivity and serve as slaves for the Babylonians. Unfortunately, the only thing that Hezekiah was hearing at this point was that he would live, that he would not be personally affected. So he wasn't overly concerned. In fact, he wasn't even convinced that this whole thing would happen. And although Hezekiah would not see the consequences of his naive and faithless actions with the Babylonians, everything God said would happen was coming to Judah. God's word is always true. Hezekiah was truly a great man, a good man. But he, like we, had blind spots. And sometimes we fail to see the things that we need to see because we lack understanding or wisdom, or we just don't want to know. Hezekiah, though he was righteous and walked with God, was still a man who needed the Lord. He was not a perfect king, but we know a king who is perfect. Our God is a righteous king, and he will always rescue his people. Oh Lord, we thank you today for prayer. We thank you for the opportunity always to speak to you, to converse, to pray. And we ask you, O God, that we would always be about, as we are commanded, the work of prayer. May we be praying people. And Lord, we know that you not only hear, but you answer our prayers according to your perfect will. Let us pray with confidence and certainty in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. This is Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority along with Bible study in your life. And if you enjoy this podcast, share it with someone you love. If you want more resources as to how you can live the Christian life in fullness and in victory, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. Once again, for free resources as to how you can begin living the Christian life, go to jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.